0: You know what I just realized? How good looking I am? Well, yeah. Well, you're pretty... I don't know what's up with your camera, but it's pretty fuzzy. But we sound just like The Office. I just got off that thing we were watching the episode of The Office.
1: Okay. All right. Sorry. How are you, Mike? I I love our intro. Matt did a great job on it for us, as always. That's amazing.
0: That is amazing. But here we are, On the Fly with Mike and Ty, episode two. Episode. Excited to be here. More than you know, man. Yeah, well, we have a, a lot, of, lot to talk about. Not an crazy active week with hobby news. Actually, pretty a pretty dull week.
1: To be yeah, quite not honest, not a lot going we on. Have,
0: we have uh, a plenty of stuff to talk about today, so I'm excited to dig into this.
1: How was your weekend? Me too. I was okay. I played in a golf tournament, the Fort Worth City Championship here and i did saturday i played well i shot an 82 and then was in contention i was fourth there were 16 guys in my flight so i was fourth four shots back and completely laid an egg yesterday in the final round and i shot a 93 which on that court the course we played i should shoot at worst 85 probably closer to 80 and i just like Hey, consistency is a big thing in golf. That's why I'm not playing in anything bigger than these little amateur tournaments, because there's a reason that I play. I'm a hacker, right? So it was disappointing. Well, I was really pissy at myself.
0: Some people thrive under pressure. Some people
1: don't. I crushed (laughs) like a soda can, like (laughs) under the weight of the pressure uh well i just couldn't play well i didn't play well bummer well i know you went back out today to redeem yourself i did i played the same course today shot an 85 and i didn't even play that well and if i had done that yesterday i would have won the tournament that's how margin for error there is you know but uh that's okay what about you what's your week what was your weekend like
0: well, you know what my weekend was like, uh, because I, I end up do. taking a long trip this weekend to pick up a collection, the largest collection I've ever purchased, and we're getting to the point now, Mike, where I have to really start figuring out how to sell some stuff because I, I put out a lot of money for some collections, which is exciting, really fun. I mean, let's—we're not—we're going to dig into this a little bit, but I mean, how can you say no to stuff like
1: this? Come on. Right. I mean, people uh, but- I'm telling you, Ty, people are, ch- I know all these stories and you have got to start sharing this on bench. I mean, you've got to start getting this stuff out there because I mean, they're great stories and people would love to hear these experiences that you're having, finding these collections in the middle of Idaho of all places, right? It's fantastic. It is. It, it's given me a, an
0: appreciation for the stories behind cards and just for the depth of the sports card industry, like you're, I'm, I'm just meeting so many crazy cool people who collected cards for 15, 20 years of their life, stop for twenty or thirty years, and are pulling things out, and like they're seeing it, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's bringing me back to the, this period of my life." It's just, this is neat. It's just neat.
1: So I yes, hope I hope what it's showing you. Stories. I hope what it's showing you too is how there are so many unknown collections out there i mean what we see on youtube or or instagram or twitter or wherever facebook is a sliver of what's out there right a sliver yeah and there's so much out there you're discovering some of it bringing it back to the hobby hopefully gonna start putting some of this stuff back out into the hobby hopefully some of it you're gonna sell to me but uh we'll get into that later you know down the road yes we will well
0: i've told you before i have an incredible appreciation for like mid to late 90s early 2000s baseball basketball inserts like i love fleer metal i love the skybox stuff the tops finest stuff from that era and as i go through these collections and i find some of these inserts and fun parallels like it's just oh my gosh i just i love that era It's so fun. I mean, vintage has been really
1: fun, but that era to me is just like, it's a drug. I'm hesitant because I don't know how much you want me to share versus how much you're going to be putting out on your own videos. But you've got to tell the story about the guy and how many cards you bought just so people can get an idea. You said you bought the largest collection you ever bought. How many cards was it?
0: Uh, 1.2 million cards. 1. It took million, me card. It took a sixteen foot U-Haul to pick up everything I got, and, that, and that was packed to the brim. Yeah, that was packed to the brim. So and you're uh, still married? Yeah, That's and and, awesome. and look. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, it's going to take months and months and months to figure that collection out, but there's a there's a great story behind it that I think. uh, I think it'll be fun to tell. So watch for the next few days as they get stuff out. I'm not going to over edit this stuff. It's going to be just me walking through things. Every day I'm discovering stuff. I mean, that many cards, just so much stuff you discover. We'll talk through it. So anyway, it's not about that and, today.
1: And that's not even the mantles you're talking about. You got, you met yeah. another guy today and got all these mantles, right?
0: Mm-hmm. 49 Mickey Mantle cards. Oh,
1: yeah. I've raw, already packaged them up right? to send them all for grading. And they're all raw. What's your favorite mantle? All raw. Uh, favorite mantle. That's a 54 Bowman. Not my favorite mantle, but I do like it. Uh, th- of the mantles I have, it's got to be the rookie 51 Bowman. But I also love his 56 tops. I think you have a 56 tops in there, don't you? Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: Sideways awesome. card.
0: Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Keep talk- keep talking. Tell me more oh, about Mantle. Uh,
1: so, I mean, I'm missing his 52 tops. His 52 Bowman. That's a 59, very nice. And that one is in good shape too, from what I remember. Seeing the pictures. So Ty Ty texts me and calls me. Hey, this is what this guy has, and I love helping him think through it. And uh, and I think you're learning a lot too, right? Oh my gosh! Yes. Learning which yeah. cards are worth it, no, and I'm realizing.
0: Let's this is my favorite mantle 54.
1: That's 56.
0: I call it the 54.
1: Well, it's not, so you can call it whatever <laughs> you want, but it's the 56 top. <laughs> like I said, I'm still learning about these, okay? So, chill. That's one of my favorites, too. The smile on his face is great, right? He looks so young, and yeah. And that was his first anyway. tops card since 52 because he did, he was not, or sorry, since 53. He was not in 54 or 55 tops. He was exclusively a Bowman guy. So there's a 60 tops. Gorgeous. Mm. So yeah, that's a fun weekend, yeah. man. It's a
0: fun weekend. It's a fun weekend. And it's uh, expensive, but very fun. They were both this weekend. Yep. And it's like some of these. I'm I'm really teetering on the SGC versus PSA, and SGC has become a very compelling option for me across the board. And I now that I have cards there and I see their process and I see their their platform, I really like SGC.
1: Yeah, I don't blame anybody for sending cards to SGC. I yeah, it, the cost is great. You know, it's certainly what is $25 a card, $30 a card. I can't remember. 30, 30, 30. Yep. 30. So that's incredibly reasonable. It'll it'll still keep people from sending in super overproduced stuff, you know. And yep. they're known for grading vintage. So that's good.
0: That's good. All right. Well, let's let's dive into topics here. Um, before we do that, we want to thank our sponsor, Card Hedge, for yeah. Supporting BenchClear. If you don't use CardHedge, go check them out. There's a link in our show notes. There's a link that I'll post up here in the top right corner. That'll give you a, a link for for seven days free. Uh, I mentioned this last week. I've been using it as I go buy collections. I throw them all in a portfolio and I check out what the value is. And that helps me decide how much to make an offer for. It's It's been great for me uh, in this process. So have you been using CardHedge at all as usual?
1: Uh, dabbled around in it. Uh- I got a question for you, though. Did you put all 1.2 million cards into Card hedge to see <laughs> what you should offer? Yeah, I've been working on.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. I put uh, 12 of them in. And so I <laughs> 1, That's going multiply by Yeah. But so
1: anyway, I, I, thank, thank you, Carter. I, I want to cool hear thing. you talk about the economics of it, too, when you do your videos. Like, what what mindset, what were you going through? What, How were you coming up with, okay... How do i do this what do i offer that's fair because you and i both you know we come from a place where let's just say that our standards aren't the world's standards we have higher standards given to us by the man above and because of that when and we talk about this actively you and i do that hey we gotta we gotta sleep at night we have you know a day of reckoning coming where we have to answer for what we've done here and we we truly believe that and so we talked through that like what's a fair offer you know and how do you be fair with someone when you're trying to be also because you don't really know what the value of that collection is going to be you have an idea and we can talk about it but it all depends on what they're how they grade and all these different there's so many factors into it it's very difficult and to be fair, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did not mean for this to turn into everything about collections, buying collections, but I think one thing I've learned through this, and, and some of this is because of, of you just reminding me of the process. People appreciate honesty, transparency, and like just sitting down and just being real with them, like this mantle guy, right? Like any of these guys, it, we know enough, we could easily take advantage of people. It would be very, very easy, um, but it's just not right. And I'm gonna go to bed at night, sleeping peacefully, and uh, looking at people here today and say, you know what? I feel like I did the right thing. I've been printing out values of cards, like the mantle. I went through and I put everything in a spreadsheet, so then what he could go sell it for today. And I said, here's my offer based on that. Take it or leave it. But that type of honesty, I feel like, goes a long way for people. And this guy just basically said. I trust you, Ty, take this stuff over here for free too. Like you treated me so right. And just, that's what it leads to. And I think it's incredible to see how that pays off.
1: If only our world did that a whole lot more, I think we'd be in a better place than we are today, but that's a whole nother video, a whole nother, a whole nother channel, not this one.
0: Yeah. No kidding. Let's 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 switch into the
1: topics here. We'll,
0: we'll talk more about collections later. You cool?
1: Yeah, totally. Let's go. All
0: right. So topic number one, sports performance of the week. What comes to mind for you? And obviously there's a lot happening in, in sports right now with the playoffs and NFL and now preseason basketball starting. What stood out to you?
1: So my sports performance of the week is going to be Josh Allen. Really? He torched your Kansas City Chiefs with his feet. Are you saying that
0: just because you want to rub it in?
1: I am a little. uh, That was a really good game. I'm not going to give the sports performance of the week to Mason Crosby or whoever the Bengals kicker was because that was hilarious watching them just trade missed field goals for the last bit of that game. And I can't do a homer pick. You said no more homer picks, so I can't do that with the Cowboys who are 4-1, by the way. But, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen looked for real. And I wish I would have watched the Justin Herbert game, the Browns and Chargers, because I heard Herbert just was insanely good in that game.
0: Yeah, I, w- I watched that game. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was my number two on my list. Herbert is extremely – I put it on Twitter today. People are going to look back two years from now, 18 months from now, and be so pissed they didn't buy more 2020 football products because you look at like how cheap it is compared to like 17 or 18. I mean, you can go get Herbert stuff. Herbert products are so cheap, relatively speaking. But anyway. Interesting. Yeah. My performance of the week was the rookies for the Tampa Bay Rays the last couple of games. A Rosarina and Wander Franco. I mean, how fun is it to be a Tampa Bay Rays fan these days? And there's not many of them, unfortunately, right? But it's right. like, you guys got an insanely good crop of young talent. You got a arena who's just breaking records right and left in the playoffs. And you know Wander Franco is going to get on base like 60% of the time. What Man, it's so, it's so fun to watch that team play. So jealous.
1: And they're on the verge though of losing the series. I mean, they're down 2 one last night's game with the Homer in the, you know, 42nd inning or whatever it was, uh, was yeah. crazy and the play that Kiermaier should have scored a run on the double that hit off of Hunter Renfro. And I mean, it was, I was flipping all back and forth between Sunday night football. Cause that game got delayed. So I'm watching the baseball game and, flipping back and forth. It's so much fun to be a sports fan right now and just watch. It it's sad. None of the teams are teams that I care about, but I do enjoy watching it.
0: <laughs> agreed. Agreed. It's been uh it's been a blast. And I, I love the fact that NBA is just right around the corner because you're starting to already see the buzz building for the NBA season this year. It's going to be, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. We got all okay. these people going, deciding not to take a certain, uh, uh, shot and they're uh, they're sitting at home more <laughs> southwest airlines and talking to you, right? So, you're gonna see a lot more people focusing on sports and sports cards. I think that's gonna be interesting. That's another topic. will pick. be, yeah. All right, cool, good stuff. All right, uh, expensive cards of the week. So, let's, let's look at the top 10. Some interesting names on here. Uh, number one, the Mickey Mantle 52 tops PSA 6 goes for 70,000.
1: That seems cheap to me, actually.
0: I was gonna say PSA six. I mean, there can't be many higher than that, right? Less than a hundred above a PSA six, yeah. less than a couple hundred. Man. Uh number two, LeBron James graded ticket stub, PSA 9, 42k. Tiger Woods, SP Authentic, 36. Pokemon wow. making the list. We'll skip that at number four. LeBron James, 0304, Tops Chrome, 30K. Juan Soto. Chrome update gold up uh, auto twenty-eight grand.
1: That was <laughs> we saw that last week. Wasn't that I don't on think there we last saw the week? update auto.
0: Not okay, not, I don't think so. Uh SP Authentic Brady, PSA 9, 26, Magic the Gathering. Get out of here. Uh Elite Tennis, Serena Williams rookie. Wow, really? Ser- Serena Williams rookie? 25k. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> Holy smokes and then this is an interesting one number 10 2016 upper deck euro league luka Doncic, a euro league card going for twenty five thousand dollars. wow what do you think about the top 10 a list this week uh
1: if i had 70 grand lying around and i could buy a psa mickey mantle 52 tops for that 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 feels really cheap to me honestly that's
0: not bad. Okay. What would be your second card you choose in this list
1: for the current price? The Serena Williams. No, uh, actually it'd be the tiger woods auto. <laughs> I would, I the tiger woods auto is awesome.
0: Well, for me, the number you? one card would, would be the Tom Brady SP authentic. Uh, you, you look at Tom Brady compared to I mean, cause right. I mean, look, five TV game again, right? Like, the dude is entering a category that we may never see again, in, in, like in any sport. He may be the greatest athlete of all time, period. Really? Any sport. I really I think about what he's done. I mean, like, I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, but I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, okay, this guy, he's doing things that we've never seen before, we'll never see again. He has become the ultimate untouchable.
1: He threw five touchdown passes yesterday, <laughs> like at 44 right. years old.
0: Yeah. I So I saw a headline today, like through week five of how old is he? 44. You said
1: 44, 44
0: through through week five of 44. He's already thrown for more combined yards and TDs than all the rest of the 44 yard quarterbacks to ever play the game. Like he did that in five weeks. (laughs)
1: Uh, so yeah, I think he's, Tom Brady's definitely an uncharted territory, and to keep doing it at the high level that he is, it is—it's one thing to be, you know, the third-string quarterback at 44 on somebody's, you know, 54-man, right. 55-man roster or whatever, but it's another to be playing at his level. Yeah, no doubt,
0: no doubt. All right, release of the week. Ugh. a kind of a—we had a couple of products move back this week. Kind of a dull week. It's been dull period. What the heck, man?
1: Yeah. You're seeing a lot of product like tops update was supposed to be, was originally slated to release on Wednesday. That's been pushed yep. back to the 27th. Apparently. Yep. um, I, you know, it's funny to see I, where do you get, where you're, where do you see, I know where I go. Maybe we can tell people kind of where we go to look for, kind of release mm-hmm. calendars.
0: I, I default to blowout cards, release calendar in the top right corner of their page. It takes you and they, they keep it updated. I mean, almost real time. So I like that. What do you do? Cardboard. Yeah, I,
1: I use cardboard. I use cardboard connection. Um, okay. But they're both good resources. I like on cardboard connection. You now you can click, click on the product and it just tells you so much about it. Who, yeah. what the different checklists and, there's so much information there. It's fantastic. And so I, I like that. Um, there, there are some products supposedly going to be released next week that I'm excited about. The one I said last week that I was excited about was tops update, but now it's not coming out this week. Yeah. What do you think is causing all of these products to be pushed back and keep getting delayed?
0: Well, I think, I think supply chain issues are real. Like we're seeing it obviously across all kinds of different, areas of our life right now but i mean from employment supplies the whole supply chain chain is just screwy and i and i i ask people that are fairly well connected and from what i am hearing, it's just not going to get better like there's no light at the end of the tunnel that they can see right now and that's concerning right if it really stinks for like panini and top who want to print money literally print money and they can't
1: <laughs> yeah it, the dynamic of that, not to get too deep into economics for people, but if you have products that people want and you can't produce them because of supply chain issues, that actually makes prices go up and it, it enhances the already things of going on in inflation in our economy already because of the amount of money we're pumping into the money supply, etc. This only exasperates that because- yeah. Now products are just are still in demand that aren't on the shelves. And so the, that creates price inflation and that'll happen in sports cards too. Things will just get more expensive. They won't be able to make as much of it and they'll just hike up the price. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. Well, there is two releases that I think we need to talk about WWE Chrome that you can buy for 113 a box. I know you already got a couple on pre-order. Thoughts oh my on gosh.
1: That? I got a case. I bought a case. <laughs> next uh and then
0: your favorite ben baller chrome baseball how many artists are coming out with products these days i have zero desire for that crap i'm sorry it's just not my thing I, do, you, do you get into that i think it's
1: total overkill by tops i mean yeah. completely unnecessary and it's a obviously a money grab for isn't all sports cards money grab by these companies but it is i think just silly you got aoki and even blake jameson friend of the show you know it's yeah. not it's not against the artist the artist should do it if, if tops comes to me and says draw stick figures for baseball cards i'm gonna go sure you know give me the pile of money and i'll do it that doesn't mean Tops should do. It. it's not it's not the artist's fault it's top's fault you know and mm-hmm. i think it's i have zero yeah. desire for it as well just like you yeah
0: uh good glad we're on the same page with that so there you go. There's your two releases for the week. Yay. Yay for us. Okay. Hobby news. This is, uh, we got some things to talk about here. So let's, let's, uh, let's focus on the first few. Let, let me show the recent news here from Sports Collectors Daily. This is, this is an interesting one. So the 9798 Upper Deck Game Jersey Jordan card sells for 2.7 million. Uh, it's his first autograph relic card. But it's always interesting to see the BGS eight, A BGS 8 card With an 8 auto Selling for 2.7 What are
1: your thoughts on that? Well, BGS Who is known to be incredibly generous With their autograph grades To give that an 8 means it's really probably a 6 But <laughs> Gorgeous card You know And iconic card You could use that word uh, I mean, the higher end stuff's going to, I think, stay at this kind of crazy level for a really long time. I don't see that stopping mm-hmm. because the rare, ultra rare, super awesome stuff, you just can't go down to your local card shop and buy that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you think about it? Uh,
0: I mean, it's just crazy to me to think about how fast certain like certain prices have accelerated this this is a perfect example of it where you have a card. i mean i get it there's there's only a few higher graded but a gsa for crying out loud i just yeah it's a cool card it's a cool card I, I can't compute that type of money for that card i really can't i have a hard time
1: it makes no sense i didn't say it. it would be logical i just I think that top end of the market is going to be there for, I guess it's always kind of been there, right? Yeah. Uh, for the last decade or so. Super crazy money.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, another piece of, of of news, and this is, this is a tweet I, I retweeted this week, and I'm really curious to know your thoughts on this. So uh, Julian Lane threw out there that him and others have noticed eBay views really dropped in the last month but well, he hasn't heard any explanation why anyone know what's going on. And he's referring to the, just the, the, the declining the people are seeing on their, their, their sales activity. Like the, what the average view per item and the total views in their seller dashboard. What uh, what's your reaction to that? And then I'll get my thoughts.
1: Not surprising. Again, I think supply is drying up. I think more and more sports cards are being bought and taken off the market. I think when you also have a dip in prices, nobody's eager to sell. Like nobody's like going, yep. ooh, I can't wait to post my cards. They're waiting for some type of recovery that may or may not happen. So you have prices coming down just kind of across the board, not on every single thing, obviously, but in general. And it makes sellers not eager to post their stuff.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't disagree with that.
0: I also think you cannot discount the fact that there are very viable platforms competing with eBay on. And they get better every week. And now you have PWCC with their platform going live, right? Continued growth of stars.com. see's kind of picked up their game a little bit. Uh, I still think eBay is the de facto standard but I can see why declining views would be kind of a normal thing.
1: Yeah. And you've got card flip, right?
0: My slabs. It's selling
1: slabs. Yep, My slabs. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's Facebook is growing in terms of people buying mm-hmm. cards there and you know, you can sell it on Facebook and not have to pay eBay fees. Right? So if yep. I have an alt, if I have a, a viable audience to buy a card for a price that I want to sell it at and avoid, eBay fees you still might pay PayPal fees or whatever but you can greatly reduce your cost right that why wouldn't you do that
0: yeah yeah I uh I'm putting this I already spelled it wrong whatever um I'd I'd love to know what your what your non-eBay anyone watching you what's your non-eBay preferred platform to use You know, are you you defaulting to ComC? Are you defaulting to StockX, StarStock? What are you using that's outside of eBay that you find pretty viable for your your sales?
1: You know, I I should probably, honestly, uh, I should probably expand my horizons a little bit more um, and look in other places. I think I would be more satisfied because I'm honestly not finding what I would even consider reasonable deals to be made on ebay and then oh by the way they took away ebay bucks for the most part you know they've they've gotten rid of incentives for buyers and sellers to kind of get a little extra back you know all these things that they've done not like they're helping themselves you know yeah i agree
0: so i agree i i have been using com c for a lot of the singles that i feel like they've kind of held their They've held their ground in the market, uh, and I have a, obviously a lot of star stock that I've used over the over the last basically nine to twelve months. So
1: those are my. Is favorite. ComC catching up on their times to list cards that you send? They me? are,
0: they are. It's much more reasonable now. You can get it done in basically under two months six to eight weeks somewhere in there. That's that's which is really good if you ask me.
1: Okay, that seems long to me, but yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's just. It's all relative now, like two months seems really quick compared to like everything else you have to wait for in the hobby.
1: <laughs> right. It's funny, we, sh- you know, maybe we should have our, uh, a new segment on the show of like card deal of the week that we found or something.
0: Mm. That would be good.
1: Uh, Let us know I also- like. That'd be good. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Tell, tell us those segments you'd like us to add. Someone else mentioned that we should do a junk wax pack war every week and I would be super down for that.
1: I would too. That'd be fun.
0: That would be fun. Uh, so maybe we add that in. Any other hobbies you want to talk about?
1: Well, you know, we talked last week about PSA grading, you know, 800,000 plus cards in the month of September that pace is continuing. The first week of October, they did another hundred and ninety something thousand cards. So mm-hmm. they are cranking through that backlog. What pisses me off is the lack of trans as transparency. I don't know why it would hurt them to tell us, i.e., the collectors out there that are wanting to know what's going on, how many cards are still left in the backlog. What's you know, this great clog that has happened. Where are you guys at? How are we doing carving into that? Was it 6 million, 10 million, 50 million? Nobody knows. There's speculation. And, you know, I think they've leaked some hints on that, but the reality is no one knows. So we still don't know where they are. And it would be nice for them to tell us. I don't know how that hurts them to tell us.
0: When you said clog, you just created this imagery that I think is very relevant. I I feel like PSA has got the plunger and the toilet just getting that, that, all that junk and crap out of there. And I have a lot of it that's turned into crap (laughs) since it's been there for the last year. I agree. How much of that, how much of that poop is in the backlog? Tell us. Seems to be pretty simple.
1: Seems like that to me.
0: What's your guess? What's your guess? Because you, when did they cut it off? They cut it off in? Six months ago. April. Was it six? Oh, okay. So we're looking at A- April? And, uh, yeah. So April. They're yeah. almost through June. I mean, almost to the end of January. So you got basically February, March, April. So you got about three months left. What did we know going in? About 10 million cards in the backlog-ish?
1: That's what I would have guessed at the beginning. I bet they okay. still have three to four million
0: so at 800,000 w- a month we're looking at 4 or 5 months before they're caught up
1: yeah i'm still calling i said long when this first started 6 months ago i said they they will not open up you know open up until you know first into first quarter 2022 and people yep. thought i was nuts and i'm sticking by that prediction <laughs> and what i think they're going to have to do is figure out a price level cuz let's say their capacity is 200,000 cards a week. Right. You know, if they dropped it to $20 tomorrow, they would get way more. The clog would just reappear. Right. You'd have a new clog, right? Because they would get flooded with submissions. And so I think they're going to tinker. They'll probably have to tinker with, all right, it's 150 now. If we drop it to 100, how many cards are we getting per week? Okay, we have more capacity. Let's drop it to 75. You know, they're going to just kind of dial in that at yep. this price level, we get two hundred thousand because there's no point in not taking in as many cards as you can do because then you're you wasting capacity, right? Yeah,
0: I think you're right. They're going to dabble with it until they find that perfect spot, the perfect balance. And either way, I don't think any one of us are going to be happy about it. I don't think it's going to be a price point we like or a turnaround that we like.
1: I did get a The new normal. I got I got told by. I do group submissions when I submit car. I usually don't submit stuff on my own. And the guy who does my group submissions for PSA, I just found out I got some grades back. He called me today and told me the grades on a bunch of cards and a bunch of just random stuff, honestly, that I just wanted to get slabbed up. But it was $12 a card back then. Like this was $12 a card. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I miss that. You know, I so miss that. Um, those days are gone one of the They're cards one of the best the best card i got was a 2012 bryce harper tops heritage high number rookie card and it came back at jim mint 10 and the last one of those That's sold beautiful. for sold for 2300 dollars. So What's the last one sold so
0: you timed that perfect I, I i know you could already foresee bryce harper having you know an mvp caliber year well done well done mike
1: Well, these were sent a year ago. So, yeah, I totally saw that coming.
0: Oh, my gosh. Hmm. We'll show that. I want to see that next week when
1: you get it in. I hope so. I'm going to be taking it to the Dallas Card Show and try to flip it for some vintage, try to trade it for some vintage, believe it or not. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: Uh, Okay. Goals. What's
1: that? Goals for the week, man. I, I want to hear what you got. What do you got? Let me hear yours first, because mine might be a little lame. Yours is to get through all 1.2 million cards that you have now.
0: Yeah, m- mine's pretty specific. It's uh, it's get a lot done uh, in the evening, right? Uh, film a couple episodes for you guys to see and uh, keep being educated.
1: Yeah, I think you should just throw that stuff out. I guess Ty had to leave and go throw up or nope. something. No, no, you're good.
0: kids were busting down the door.
1: <laughs> yeah, so those, those are my goals. Uh, for
0: for hobby wise, I would say life wise, um, I've been I've been convicted about uh, not getting word. So I want to try, despite having a million cards, sitting down and 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 reading reading the word for. I'm committing to four days this week. Something my wife and I did. Nice. So amidst all this craziness, keep making sure I'm
1: focused. There you go. What about you? It's uh it's the first thing I do every day just to make sure that I get it done. Yeah. But and it's a pattern that is hard to keep up, by the way. Just like doing videos and buying, you know, looking on eBay. There's it's funny how I'm spending a lot less time watching videos on YouTube like I used to because I'm just doing other things, you know, and that's okay. Like people, it's weird. I think people in the, in the community expect the, I mean, we are influencers, whether we want to admit it or not. And people expect us just to be always cranking stuff out and, and why aren't, you know, do more and tell us more. And it's like, And I got a life too, you know, wife, kids, career, all these things. So we're doing as much as we can and we want to do It's not like we don't love doing this or else we wouldn't do it at all, but it's, uh, trying to find that balance of things. So I don't have a whole ton of cards I'm looking for right now. Honestly, I'm just kind of really saving and waiting for the Dallas card show at the end of this month. And, uh, so just keep looking every once in a while. And again, I think you did prompt me to kind of go, maybe I should look at some of these other places for cards and just see what's out there. Just dabble in them a little bit. I don't know why that would yeah. be a bad thing just to try it out.
0: Yeah, I i would, I would take that as a goal for you because I, I tell you what I, I gravitate towards platforms that can do things very easily. So, the other night, Jordan Poole for the Golden State Warriors has put up like three 30 point games in a row. His rookies were 1920. And yes, you could go buy them on eBay or you could go to ComC or Star Stock and grab a bunch of rookies like that if you wanted to take advantage of players. Like, it, it's that a modernized version of rookie cards has been really fun. So, maybe, yeah, maybe you should enjoy those, learn those platforms. Pretty good.
1: I'll let you know next week how I did with that goal. That's one thing we should do is how'd you do on your goal the last week, what your goal was, you know, and follow up. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, well, my goal was to finish that book and I am about 80% of the way through still loving it. Oh, love it. Uh, So here's something I didn't know. And now we have like one minute left. I didn't realize how how hated of a player Ty Ty Cobb Cobb was. Yep. I mean, the stories about Despite. him, the fights he would get in constantly. How like he didn't even practice. Like he, his teammates talk about how he didn't even come to practice, but yet people basically looked at him and said he's by and far the most gifted, natural baseball player to ever play the game. He's also just the most hated player. Like it's just a weird dichotomy. It makes me like appreciate him, but never want to collect the guy. Never want to. Like <laughs> it's just, you don't hear that very often. It would be a fun topic to talk about hated versus love players one day. Cause I think that is very interesting.
1: Yeah. Or you can be talented but that. Like Barry Bonds, best player I've ever seen play and hated by a lot of people in the baseball world, you know, because of his surliness and, way he was with the media and the fans and all taught to him, by the way, by Willie Mays and his dad and Bobby Bonds. So, yeah, that'd be a good topic. I'm glad you're loving the book. I have barely dived into it on my end. I got it finally last week in the mail. I bought it on eBay and we're talking about glory of their times. So everybody knows what book we're talking about. It is. I'm excited to fit to get going and get really into it.
0: Yeah, what what's the next book you would recommend?
1: Baseball wise. Yo. You see it? The card? There? The card? The card? Can you see it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah, this book is amazing. Um it talks about the story around the Honus Wagner card and why it is what it is. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't looked So I got this in Cooperstown. you can see in 2009 and it's I got I met the the authors of it. They were both there doing like a seminar and talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. and it says to Mike, Keep collecting, which is what I say at the end of every video. That's so that's fantastic. amazing,
0: amazing.
1: Yeah, cool. All so that's a, a great book. Collectors, conmen, and the true story of history's most desired baseball card. It's really good. Okay, I'm on it.
0: Well, good stuff, man. Episode two is in the book. Have yourself a awesome.
1: good week. Hey, you too. Everybody have a good time. Have a good week. Keep on collecting. It
0: doesn't, I don't, it doesn't sound as good come from me. It's okay. I'll come on my own. I gotta, I gotta make the Tyler outro.
1: (laughs) Keep collecting.